Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. Uh, good morning indeed, Saturday morning, we're recording this at 9.35am, Australian Eastern Standard Time, Perth Scratching's official at 10.30, if anything major changes, we will of course give you the best updated information we can, but in the meantime, this is what we're dealing with, Vince Accardi from Daily Sexuals, what well, we are dealing with Vince when we have a look at uh, the Kembla Gong race in isolation, is that we are now dealing with a very wet track. Yeah, I can't believe it, the boys have said it's come up heavy this morning. Jeez, wow, wow. The challenge is this. The heavy track's fine from certain aspects in terms of, let's say a horse like Ozopenko, one yep. that I was really keen on. Even Detonated Jack and Waterford, they all handle the wet. The challenge is how are they going to ride the track? That's what I'm really concerned about. They can do some crazy things at Kembla when, when the track's heavy. Right. And this creates real big challenges in terms if you if you particularly if you want to put money on horses, right? Yep. So I, I don't want to be mean, but like I am putting the cue in the rack myself yes. personally. But of course, for those that are you know, are confident that J Mac's gonna steer in the right direction, then you should have all the confidence in the world about backing Ozapenko or if you're a detonated Jack of Waterford fan, then you should consider those. But for me, Mm, nah. Yeah, you won't be involved. But uh, I'll just just the only information I had really from yesterday, apart from the wet track, is that there has been good confidence for Detonated Jack, and pretty much we explained why there should be yesterday. Yep. So that um, Melbourne Cup day last year, that was well, it was effectively a heavy track, wasn't it? And that Ballarat uh, race where he ran second in in as good a time as he could have produced, that was that was knee deep bog. So I wouldn't think that uh, if if you're a fan of Detonated Jack, I wouldn't think the wet will be a worry there. No, definitely all those three horses we just touched on, Ralphie, I don't believe they're going to be any challenges on the ground. I just got no clue. How are they going to ride the track? They they could be seriously, Ralphie, they could fan right across the whole track. Yes. No, and if it's enough. a lot heavier in different sections, it's going to dramatically change the pace. It means big, big scratchings has already put an impact on the speed. Who's really going to want to own the front and, and what are they going to want to do? They could just sit right up here and be a bunch field. All right, let's get out the uh, the final edition of Race Speed Profiles. And as we always underline when we're doing this, we're just talking business and we're uh, asking you please to use the uh, Race Speed Profiles that we've sent out with this uh, with this purchase of course um the the bottom line is vince we've got extreme weather we'll see how that goes we can't control that but the underlining point with your rail out six meters really if you can get out into the to the best lanes first you're going to be very hard to run down for sure absolutely no change there and the track's going to be quick <laughs> that, that, that is true. Okay, race one, uh, the, the ones that we haven't touched on. So race one, moderate confidence, Diamond Scene, Playhouse patron, love your smile, done with the blues. He's a line chaser, this uh, Diamond Scene, watch it, watching the uh, watching the replays, but Playhouse patron, I guess uh, that, that looks a situation where he, he's going to be thriving on this extra 2,100 uh, distance step up. And really, 
this is a race where if you get a venture into this race, they're the they're the well actually I've I've probably got a slight favouritism to Playhouse Patreon yep. over uh, Diamond Seas, but I do expect one of those two to win. But definitely anyone that's keen on Playhouse, I just feel like it's got rock solid form. I love the way this horse has been closing. Mind you, it can handle faster pace and slower pace. So all the probabilities are in play for this horse, and it's a much better horse than last campaign, in my view. All right, well, one's $8 in Playhouse Patron. Diamond Scene's about uh, mid-twos, no doubt. The uh, the Pike Factor that, uh, as you can see on that top right-hand corner of the uh, final edition race speed profiles, uh, it'd be fair to say you're expecting a big day from the Wizard. I'm expecting him to have a master day. <laughs> All right. Well, he's also uh, on a favourite in race two. Plays with fire from King Scenario and Climb on Top. That's uh, that's the market order there. And uh, as far as uh, your race speed profiles go, it's it's uh, it's a pretty similar situation. It is, Ralphie, and it, and it was sort of like a borderline uh, moderate to low type scenario, only because I'm I'm struggling to see how these horses are going to get sort of past that benchmark range. Pace is good for the race, so from that perspective, I don't have any issues, and I don't feel there's going to be any surprises in the race either. It just depends on how you really want to split those four runners up. I felt that the pikey horse is well found, myself, personally, when I look at its profile. There's no indicators sort of giving me any comps this horse is going to break benchmark, but what I do like is... I just feel up to the 1,400 today is a big plus. You, of course, measure them all year round, but I'm interested in this one from uh, from race three. So, uh, again, P- Pikey's on the favourite, Starry Heights. This is a horse who's resuming. The point you make in your race speed profiles, final edition, is that we haven't seen his ceiling because he hasn't seen much dry ground. No, no, absolutely. We definitely haven't seen his ceiling and big possibilities are before this horse as well. So Bruce Almighty's running well, but the, the one I was getting to was above the peg because this time last year, it, it, it blew the clock out over a mile. So uh, is it got a chance to, to run a big race here at around about $6 each way? I do feel that, that this horse does. But if I was sort of splitting those two runners, I'd probably just have that slight edge on Bruce Almighty, Ralph. I just feel like it's ready and coming back to the 1400 after running the last two starts, six, and I actually feel that a potential positive for the horse as well. All right, well, pretty much we're brushing uh, the two-year-old because uh, you're saying the horses that uh, that weren't were seen in starting with the favourite one more to me just hasn't haven't done enough on the clock to get you involved. Not when they're scoring, um, you know, minus fives off the trials, no. <laughs> All right. Since we spoke yesterday, Vince, I did have a look at this and I didn't yep. I didn't jump in. Probably should have because uh, the first of two, Casino 17, it was 290. It's now 220 and uh, that reflects your confidence level here. And and deserves to be, Rolfie. Right. Really. <laughs> this, I'll be extremely disappointed if this stable can't uh, win this race or... Of course, I'm always not going to say no to a placing, but but the reality is I expect this horse to win. Nice and simple, Casino 17. Uh, we've also covered the uh, the sixth race here, but uh, there's a bit more, I suppose, more values and always an interesting concept, but as far as uh, a longer price, Magnificent Andy, as much as $4 is being involved, and uh, in an open race, uh, you're saying it's a, it's a second to none chance? Uh, yeah, I'm probably a little bit surprised that that price is there for this horse. I mean, this horse loves the dry ground. It's got an excellent profile at 1,400 metres. Maybe they're not giving the right respect to the Kalgoorlie uh, performance. That's all I can put it down to because the horse deserves to be 
hard favourite. Like, I don't know. More, when I was looking at the markets late yesterday, it was sort of mid threes. Yeah. Uh, was $4 looks like best at the moment. Yeah, well, that's a good price and a good each-way price for this horse. Nice. All right, WI Guineas, again, we underline this. Keshi Boom yesterday was $2.90. It's now about $2.50. Bit of noise about, and, and not uh, not uh, un- unlinked noise, given us from the, from the trainer saying he, he was owing and owing about actually running it, but uh, let's take it on face value that it's running and it's in good order, trust the trainer, and uh, and you're saying it's absolutely entitled to be favourite from Super Smink, but uh, you're expecting investment strategy uh, to run a race if those are taking multis. Yeah, well, I just would have thought if there was a real problem with Keshi to be already scratched. That's it, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's usually it's a good not, signal. If you've got a good horse, well, why would you run it if you had concerns? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, of course, we're hoping because this is uh, – it's a, it's a wide-open race if this horse comes out. Yep. It's probably more to the point. An investment strategy would be something to consider. Probably not myself to consider, but this would definitely be at the price, the best of the rest. Well, I continue to speak of your price. You know, give a good price. As much as $7 now available for Roots. Uh, now, now, we always say there is a reason, unfortunately, for this, but we always say one of the best gear changes on the full guide is, is the trader attending. Well, Chris Wall is over there, but there was the Hall of Fame uh, dinner during the week for him to get to, but <laughs> it's, oh, right. it's always a good sign that he's on track. Uh, but yeah, like I said, as much as seven dollars, so I'm uh, I'm trying to work out why the best I can come up with was you know in a group one and it's it smashed a small field last start. So maybe some players are saying, well, that's not real form. But what you're saying is what it did on the clock is real. But obvious respect for Tuvalu and Al Safina. Uh, it's real form. Yeah, it, it really is. It, it's just okay. Maybe, maybe the, the the barrier, Ralphie. Could be that's bottom two, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. That, maybe that's one of the reasons. Where does the horse slot in? Where's it going to be position run? Is it going to get too far back? Maybe, but this horse got good versatility. It's got good speed, and if you use some of that energy, I don't believe that's going to be a disadvantage. And I do see plenty of pace, so you're going to find your spot, Ralphie. The the wide gates are only a major headache if they compress. So if they decide to not roll yep. and compact the field, then you've got big problems because what are you going to do? You're going to get caught no matter where you go. And, and even if you're forced to go all the way back, you might start pulling. If you go all the way forward, you get stuck. But I don't really see any of that happen. I just feel this this field's going to string out. And Tommy is going to be able to get wherever he wants to get from that nice. gate. Okay, well, we've given our thoughts. Let's let's see how it unfolds. But like I said, there's a lovely each way price there. All right, and of course, we always talk about the uh, the realities of uh, of your IVR data. But then we're talking the last race at Ascot, so we're going to talk to our customers as well. Is it a last race pike factor? <laughs> coming up here so as far as the market's concerned in in, uh, in race nine here um there is going to be that big push for willie pike he's on triple j at uh, at high threes uh, he'll overcome the wide barrier that won't be a concern because it's got uh, tactical speed uh, the other horse that uh, that uh, it will be uh, as far as the uh, the on pace is concerned uh, capricorn man play that funky music you're saying low to moderate confidence but you're saying saloon bar uh, big uh, closing win last start and what i noticed vince uh Wide draw to inside draw probably means you can pitch two or three positions in running early. Yes, I would say absolutely. I mean, I was, I mean, I kept Triple J on side purely because of the pike factor. Yep. I actually couldn't find any profile that the horse could win. Because the challenge that Pike is going to have, he's going to be going forward, but he's not going to want to lead. But if he is, I don't see that working for him. And if he takes a sit, where's he going to sit? 
going to get caught. So I, I didn't like that. But Saloon Bar, I like this horse a lot, Ralphie. Yeah. Just if there's any negative, I'm not a big fan of the rider. That That's all, right? But given he doesn't have to do a lot, just if he can just stay out of trouble for turning for home. And he doesn't have to do much at all, Ralphie. Four or five off the fence, boom. You're Lovely. in the golden, golden lane and could be a nice price. Absolutely. Well, it definitely is at the moment. It is a nice each way price. Uh, best of luck with your place this afternoon, however you are approaching it. And we really appreciate you being a customer of the Year Round Carnival Preview Edition. <laughs>